0: I credit my ADHD for some of my greatest superpowers. And you know what? I spy a happier life for you too. So without further ado, a shiny new episode is starting now. Hello, I am Tracy Otsuka, and I wanted to welcome you to episode number 20 of ADHD for Smartass Women. In this episode, I wanted to give you a simple place to start if you are truly flailing in your ADHD and you don't even know where to begin to figure out what to do next. Look, before I knew I had ADHD, I somehow knew that my biggest problem was I'd forget the big picture, what it was that I really wanted to do. I couldn't keep that reward or that goal in my mind which prevented me from really moving forward towards completing tasks and, of course, meeting those goals. I'm a really hard worker, but it bothered me that I had to work so much harder and so much longer than everyone else did because I'd get distracted and suddenly forget what it was that I was even working towards, let alone on. And then I'd beat myself up about it. It could take me a week of working on a project that in reality, I could have gotten done in a day if I could have just kept my eye on the prize. I also forgot what my strengths were. You know, most of us with ADHD, I think we can relate to this. And honestly, that's why I developed cortography. I developed it for myself. When I was creating cortography, my goal was to discover exactly what was important to me what my strengths were, and what my greater plan was so I'd never forget it again. I knew I needed this front and center, but at the same time, you know, I didn't know why I was different in that way. Once I discovered I had ADHD, then everything made so much more sense. I discovered that our brains are wired for interest. And so that's why when we have to do something that we're not really interested in, We fall back into our minds or our environment, and we look for everything that's more shiny and exciting to distract ourselves with than the task at hand that we don't want to do. I also came to discover that I could internally motivate myself to accomplish tasks that I really didn't want to do just by starting with positive emotion. If I could build a bridge of positive emotion to that thing that I didn't want to do, I could do it. The best example of that is, you know how difficult it is for us to start something first thing in the morning? I don't know about you, but for me, to start on that big task, unless there's some major looming deadline, I just can't do it. And I used to beat myself up about it. I wondered, why can't I sit at my desk without a giant looming deadline and just start working on the most important tasks that I need to get done for that day first? First. You've probably heard about Brian Tracy, right? He wrote that book, Eat That Frog. Well, I am absolutely convinced that Brian Tracy did not have ADHD because in his mind, what we were supposed to do is tackle that big frog first. I can't do it. What I noticed though, as much as I couldn't do that, what I could do is I could tackle a number of smaller things on my list. And then that created positive emotion, which allowed me to go up the ladder until I could actually start working on that one big task that I needed to get done for the day. And I've talked to a lot of women who have ADHD who they have the same experience. That's how they tackle projects. That's how basically set up their day. And the reason is we're firing up the dopamine in our brains by crossing off that one small thing you know off of our list and that leads to more dopamine and more satisfaction and more pride in ourselves which motivates us to tackle that next thing and cross that off our list and so we kind of go up the ladder if you will motivation for us is biological we also need positive emotion to move forward with anything and you know in my cartography i had developed a what i called it was a better than a martini list What this list was, it was a list of all the times since I was a child that I had this feeling that I was exactly where I needed to be and all was right with the world. It was this feeling of positive energy that I felt in my body. This spot is also where our strengths live. And we're famous for not knowing our strengths. And even if we do know them, we forget them. What I realized for a lot of us with ADHD, especially those who struggled in school, you know, since you were a kid, you were constantly being told what was wrong. You were constantly being told that what you were doing was wrong. And if you're inattentive and if you're in your head all the time because you're inattentive, you don't need anyone else to tell you what's wrong because you're constantly sending yourself those messages all by yourself. You know, often ADHD women and ADHD girls, they don't even know what their strengths are because they've never taken the time to even think about this. And no one has ever asked them about it either or pointed them out to them. Because again, they're in school and the only thing that is constantly being pointed out to them are their weaknesses. You know, in one of my last podcasts, I was talking about how frustrated I was with students' school progress reports and that you can tell a teacher who actually should be teaching because they always start out with the students' strengths. You can't write a progress report that only talks about everything that's wrong with a kid unless you want them to totally shut down. And it's the same thing if, you know, as far as a job performance review, if you're constantly being told everything that's wrong. You're just going to shut down. You need to start with the positive emotion, and the positive emotion starts with your strengths. So anyway, the other night, a member in our Facebook group, her name's Rosie. I think she's in England. She posted a post. This was in the middle of the night because she was so overwhelmed with emotion about being stuck in a job that she didn't feel she was good at, and she was working for a boss who sounded like he was totally arrogant, totally rude, and really disrespectful. And she was asking our members, like, what do I do? How do I know if I should continue or I should just quit? And that's when I thought about Martin Seligman and the VIA Character Strengths Test. Now, VIA stands for Values in Action. Now, I ran into Martin Seligman, who's the godfather of the positive psychology movement and the founder of the VIA Character Strengths Test. I ran into him back in 2015. And I honestly, I didn't get it. You know, I took the test and I thought, ugh, this is just another personality test. But at the beginning of the year, in 2019, I was reintroduced to it through ADCA, which is the ADD Coaching Academy. And suddenly it made all the sense in the world to me for a number of reasons. So the VIA Character Strengths Test What it is, is you're looking for the personality traits that represent the essence of who you are. So these character strengths, they're the ones that drive you, they give you energy, they're all about your integrity as far as who you really are. They're really like breathing for you. If you can't express them, you feel like you can't breathe. And there are 24 character strengths in all, and I'm going to go into this in more detail in a bit. The deal with these 24 character strengths is we all have them, but to different degrees. So in cartography, I had focused so much on values, but I was constantly asking myself, what do we do about values that we haven't been living And it was just that I discovered that these values are the essence of who I am. But I was raised to believe that I valued something else, right? So I start along, you know, working on values and I think that I have these certain values. And suddenly, as I'm working through my values, I discover that, oh, no, no, these weren't my values. These are values I adopted. These are values that people in my life, like parents, teachers, you know, grandparents, friends led me to believe. valued. So these values then, I just discovered these are my values. They're now more like goals, right? I know they are who I am, but I'm not quite there yet because I have not been practicing them. I have not been living with them. What then? Values live in our heads, right? There are thoughts and there are feelings, but if we don't act on them, they are never our character strengths. Character strengths, they not only engender our thoughts and our feelings, but also our behavior. You have to do them. Character strengths then integrate both being, who it is that you are, and doing. Character strengths are actually who we are. It's not just what we think and feel, but it's also what we do and how we act. And so I'm gonna take you in a big circle and go right back to what I kind of started out with, that everyone needs to know who they are, what's important to them, what they value, so that they do a better job of aligning their life with these things. But for those of us with ADHD, this is literally imperative. Why? Why? because again it's that interest-based wiring system when we choose what we love and it's aligned with who we are we can pop into that hyperfocus like no one's business this is exactly where we will excel this is exactly where we can actually compete what you'll typically find is the deal with those of us with ADHD we are all about authenticity We can't fake it. We're totally transparent and we will create problems when what we're doing isn't aligned with who we are. For us, the being has got to be aligned with the doing or we're just not going to be happy. So knowing what our character strengths are is so important to our happiness. And when who we are is aligned with what we do, we're just going to be more successful because we are living in our strengths you know, we're very good at finding everything that's wrong, right? Since bad is stickier than good. And as I just said, our ADHD brains are so expert at ferreting everything out that isn't working. It makes sense that the more we're connected to our strengths, the more we are able to focus on our positives. And we know that whatever we focus on just gets bigger, right? So we have got to be in positive emotion because if we can focus on on what is positive, what our strengths are in life, that will then provide the motivation that we are often lacking to move ourselves forward in the direction of our goals. Our strengths are where our positive emotion lives. So I want to start by telling you how the via character strengths test even came into being. And I'm telling you this because knowing what went into it is what really got me to pay much better attention that second time around. That was the difference between me thinking, oh, that's just another personality test to, wait a minute, this is really important. This is really useful knowledge that the ADHD brain needs to have. So... I know I've talked about Martin Seligman before in a previous podcast. I think it was the one on learned helplessness. He coined that term, but I'm going to give you that introduction once more, just in case you didn't hear that podcast or you don't remember. So Dr. Martin Seligman is the founder of positive psychology. He was the president of the American Psychological Association in 1988, and what he observed was that psychologists worked almost exclusively within the disease model of psychology, where the goal was always to find out what's wrong with you. And Seligman didn't agree. He felt that psychology should be equally concerned with human strengths and identifying weaknesses. He also thought that psychology should be concerned with building those strengths and repairing those weaknesses. He wanted to improve relatively normal lives. And he saw that no one was working on genius or high-talent people, and so his goal was really, what can I do to make the world happier and also help people who weren't really struggling? Like, how do I just help to make the world a happier place? So he got two colleagues together, doctors Christopher Peterson and Neil Mayerson, and he discovered that they needed to design a language that would identify the best qualities in people first if if what he wanted to do was to make the world a happier place that's what he was going to have to do first. So that's what they did. And I'm getting all of this information from ADCA, which is again, the ADD coaching Academy. They have a course in personal transformation, which is part of their ADHD coaching certification, but it is a fabulous class. If you just want to get some basic knowledge around ADHD and how our brains work. So what Seligman did was he created a team of 55 social scientists, and what they did is they studied world religions, philosophies, and psychology. And they were looking for an agreed-upon set of virtues. So this whole study was funded through the VIA Institute on Character. It was a three-year project. And they reviewed the best thinking on virtue and positive human qualities that they got from philosophy, ethics, virtue, moral education, psychology, and theology. And they went back as far as 2,500 years. So they looked at all the world religions, including Taoism, Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, and Judeo-Christian traditions. They also looked at virtue catalogs by Plato, Aristotle, Confucius, Lasse, William Bennett, Benjamin Franklin, Charlemagne, Merlin, and the Boy Scout and the Girl Scout principles. Then they went and they looked at the work of psychologists, including Thorndike, Erickson, Greenberger, Jehoda, Reif, Thurston, Colley, and Gardner. When they were done in 2004, they wrote the book, Character Strengths and Virtues, a Handbook and Classification. So what the VIA study found were six themes or virtues, and these virtues are the qualities that make humans their best. Within each one of these virtues, there were a number of character strengths. 24 character strengths and all don't tune out listen lightly because I really think that if you're stuck and you do nothing else but take this free did you hear me free via character strengths test it's going to be hugely helpful in your understanding of yourself and you're going to be better grounded in what you should do next and why what you're doing now isn't working okay so let me go back to the virtues because remember there were six virtues so the first virtue was wisdom And this was cognitive strength that allows you to acquire knowledge, but it had nothing to do with IQ. So the character strengths that fell under wisdom were creativity, curiosity, judgment, love of learning, and perspective. The second virtue was courage. And this was emotional strengths that involve your ability to overcome fear. There were three types of courage, physical, moral, and psychological. So the character strengths that fell under the virtue of courage were bravery, perseverance, honesty, and zest. I find it so interesting that zest is under courage. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So the third virtue was humanity. And this was interpersonal strengths that involve relationships. If you have the virtue of humanity, you're generous and kind, and you want to help others improve their life. The character strengths that fell under the virtue of humanity were love, kindness, and social intelligence. The fourth virtue was justice. And justice is the virtue that makes life fair for all. It is impersonal, impartial, and done out of fairness. And the character strengths that fall under justice are teamwork, fairness, and leadership. The fifth character strength then is temperance or self-regulation. And these are the strengths that protect against excess, right? Everything is in moderation. It's the ability to manage emotion, motivation, and behavior. And my sense is that there may be some holes here for those of us with ADHD. But let me tell you what the character strengths are that fall under temperance or self-regulation. And those are forgiveness, humility, prudence, and self-regulation. So actually, when I look at that list, there's a very high chance that for those of us with ADHD, we may absolutely have the character strengths of forgiveness, humility, maybe prudence for our inattentives. Self-regulation is probably the one that we may struggle with the most in that group. Okay, and then finally, the last virtue is transcendence. And these are strengths that provide meaning. So people who have this strength, are adept at helping themselves and others to find meaning and purpose outside of themselves. And the character strengths that fall under transcendence are appreciation of beauty and excellence, gratitude, hope, humor, and spirituality. So what else can I tell you about character strengths? Well, as I mentioned, we all have every single one of these character strengths. But every human experiences them in different degrees of intensity. This via test, it doesn't measure talents. It doesn't measure weaknesses. It doesn't measure negative traits. So, for example, if you score low on creativity, that doesn't mean you lack creative talent. It means that you don't view creativity as a primary pathway to feeling energized and alive. It's just not one of your signature strengths. So if you aren't allowed to use it or express it, you're not going to find it difficult to live. Versus for someone who creativity like me, it's my number one character strength. If I can't use my creativity in my everyday life, I'm going to be miserable. Another example, if you score low on honesty, it doesn't mean you're dishonest. It means that you don't view honesty and authenticity as part of your core strengths relative to other strengths. Honesty is defined by speaking the truth, but more broadly representing yourself in a genuine way and acting in a sincere manner. You're not pretentious. You take responsibility for your feelings and actions. So you may do just fine in a corporation towing the party line if honesty is not one of your signature strengths, whereas for someone else, and this might just be for everyone that has ADHD, that may be much more difficult. But again, we're all different. So your character strengths, especially your signature strengths, they imbue you with positive emotion. And we know, again, for those of us with ADHD, and I know I keep saying this over and over again, but I'm trying to make sure that it just becomes second nature, that you understand that when you're not feeling good, it's because you're in negative emotion rather than positive emotion. And when you're not feeling motivated, it's because you're in negative emotion rather than positive emotion. So in order to feel as good as we possibly can, we always have to focus on, okay, how do I take this feeling that I have now towards a positive emotion? Like values, our character strengths can change over time. For example, when we have kids, you know, often when we have a health scare, when there's a death of a family member, they're like values, right? And this makes sense because when you have these big life shifts, you get really clear on what is and what is not important to you. Now I want to talk to you about signature strengths, and I alluded to it previously. But once you take the Via Character Strengths test, You're going to get a report that ranks in order your top via strengths down to your bottom strengths. So the top five to seven strengths are your signature strengths. And again, you know, when I was talking about honesty and authenticity and how it's, you know, for many of us with ADHD, this is just, it's like air that we breathe. So that's what I'm talking about. These five to seven signature strengths, they are like the psychological air that you breathe. You need to express your signature strengths for your well-being again, because they imbue you with interest and positive emotion. And we know that's so important for those of us with ADHD. they are also sources of energy for those of us with ADHD. And so when we don't express our signature strengths, when we can't express our signature strengths, our ADHD gets worse and our energy declines. Now, when we use our signature strengths, we feel energized rather than exhausted. So for example, My signature strengths, in order, are number one, creativity, number two, humor, number three, love of learning, number four, zest, and number five, social intelligence. And after that is curiosity and honesty. (laughs) I always have to bring those two in. So when I'm frustrated or stuck, I look to my signature strengths, and in almost all cases, I discover that uh, they're not being expressed. One of the big ones for me is humor. Humor. I have just discovered that I find it very difficult to even be around people who can't laugh at themselves, you know? And sometimes I'm so completely inappropriate. I think I've told the story where... My Our little English bulldog named Buster, um, he came at me right before Thanksgiving, and he really ripped up my foot. And we ended up having to put him down because this was the second time this had happened. I think he was getting doggy dementia. He was almost 10 years old, and I just could not risk this happening to anyone else. And I remember <laughs> it was right before Thanksgiving, and my kids were just crushed. And every time they'd say, Mom, aren't you so upset about it? And Buster was still around, by the way. And I would put my hand out and I would say, Buster is dead to me, and then just walk out. And they were, mom, that is so not funny. But for me, as inappropriate as it may have been to someone else, that was my way of dealing with a really, really awful situation. It was humor. And so when I have to be around people who have no sense of humor, I find that I really struggle. There's a disconnect. Okay. Let me give you another example. As I've been talking about, you know, cartography. I'm really talking about it a lot because I'm literally in the process of, I had built it for any brain because at the time I built it, I didn't know I had ADHD. But for the last two weeks, I've been working on rebuilding it for the ADHD brain, but it has literally been like pulling teeth. And I couldn't figure out why until I started working on this podcast. And I realized that I need to go back to my signature strengths. None of my signature strengths are being used here. I know what needs to be done. And we're talking administrative details, which I'm awful at. And I'm awful at them because I'm not interested. And I'm not interested because at this point, when I look at cortography, there is not so much room for creativity. There's not so much room for my sense of humor. I can't use my love of learning or my social intelligence or my curiosity because it's pretty much built. So now it's Tinker Toys time. And that bores me to tears. My husband jokes all the time that I am the kind of person with all the ideas. But once it comes to implementation, that's where I kind of dig my heels in. And that's exactly where I am with this rebuilding of cortography for the ADHD brain, right? It's just a bunch of administrative details, and I just want to give them to someone, right? So what I decided to do is I thought, okay, well, what can I do to employ some of my signature strengths to move this project forward? So the first thing I did is I committed to sit down with a friend who has something similar that she needs to get done. And we're just going to spend two hours each and use each other to help outline what it is that we need to get done. Both of us know that people are so important to garnering positive emotion for us. I struggle the most to do that which affords me no interaction with people. So administrative details, paperwork, spreadsheets, I suck at all of it. I have difficulty even starting. My social intelligence, like that is what I am trying to connect into because I know that if I can bring people into the mix, I'm going to get it done a lot quicker than if it's just me and a bunch of documents, right? So the next thing I thought of is, you know, what if I redesign the worksheets and I rebrand them? because then I can use my creativity and that creativity will motivate me to start. And I know about myself that if I can just start, then I'm off to the races. I also thought about the most boring job I think I've ever had. And that was working as an enforcement attorney for the Securities and Exchange Commission. It's a federal agency. And I realized that the reason I was so bored is I was rarely able to use any of my strengths. There was no room for creativity, not a whole lot of room for humor. I mean, you're talking about, you know, government lawyers. (laughs) For those of you that are a government lawyer, you'll know what I'm talking about. There was really no little, like for love of learning. So number three is love of learning. Well, there was little interest in what I was learning. I mean, securities regulation, honestly, I'm not sure why I went in that direction. And number four is zest. Well, if you've ever worked for a government agency, you probably know that zest is kind of frowned upon. (laughs) And then social intelligence. So social intelligence was the one area that I actually was able to practice, you know, as far as my signature strengths, right? All my supervisors were men though. And there was a lot of macho going on. But where I was especially skilled was with witnesses. I was highly intuitive. I could read what was going on with them. And um, so because of that, I was very good at depositions. I was very good at getting out the information that I needed to make my case. My problem was I felt badly for them because I thought, oh, my gosh, there by the grace of God go I. You know, sometimes we do not make the best decisions. And in hindsight... I'm thinking, you know, probably a lot of those defendants had ADHD, you know, a split second bad decision, impulsivity, whatever. So maybe that's why I felt badly for them. Okay, and then the final signature character strength was curiosity, and I had no curiosity around security law. I really felt that what we spent our time doing was tearing people down rather than building people up. And that's that's just law for the most part, right? So, when you're using your character strengths, It's actually a great way to judge fit for career, for specific jobs, even for relationships. Again, if humor and fairness are among your signature strengths, you're going to struggle in a relationship where those strengths are not valued or shared. So let me talk to you now about phasic strengths because I think this is really interesting. Phasic strengths are strengths that rise and fall based on the context or the situation that we find ourselves in. You don't need to express your phasic strengths for your well-being. Our phasic strengths appear in the middle or lower end of our strengths profile. And these strengths, they have a powerful situational pull. It's variable. Let me give you an example. You know, displaying bravery at a time of challenge or crisis. And here's an ADHD example. So, we know we're wired for interest. When we're not interested, though we have problems with perseverance and self-regulation. But they can become phasic strengths when we're doing what we love, when there's high interest. Common phasic strengths for those of us with ADHD are bravery, fairness, self-regulation, and perseverance. So it really depends on the situation. So if you are interested in taking the VIA character strengths test, It's free, and if you go to my website, tracyoutsuka.com, and click on podcasts and look for podcast number 20, it should be at the very top if you're watching this right around when it's released, there is a link there where you can sign up and register and take the test for free. The link is via viacharacter.org forward slash survey forward slash account forward slash register. And once you take the VIA Character Strengths test, I want you to look at your top signature strengths. Remember, it's your top five. Actually, it can be your top three to seven. You just have to look at it and really pay attention to which are the strengths that are there at the top that you really feel like, okay, that is really me. So what I want you to do is once you take the test, List the top signature strengths that make you who you are at your core. And then I want you to think through some instances where you felt really happy and that you were right where you needed to be. You were totally connected. You felt just really good. I'd bet you anything that there are signature character strengths that are present in that period of time where you really felt like everything was right with the world. Now I want you to do the same thing, but this time I want you to choose a time where you were miserable and you absolutely hated everything that you were doing. Again, chances are that few, if any of your signature character strengths were present at that time. So for our friend, Rosie, who was so frustrated in her job, taking this via character strengths test would be so good for her because it would help her to figure out What, if any, strength she is able to practice in her particular job? And I suspect that if she's really frustrated with her job, few, if any, of her signature character strengths are actually present. You know, I talk all the time about the fact that I believe that the biggest problem with those of us with an ADHD brain who are struggling is that we're trying to fit in. And the reality of it is we will never do that successfully because we are not meant to fit in. We are meant to stand out. And the only way that your people will know that you're their people is if you're being exactly who you are and you're allowed to practice your signature character strengths on a daily basis. Obviously, you need to know what those are first. I know that whatever I do, in order for me to be really great at it, I have to be able to use my creativity, my humor, my love of learning, my zest, my social intelligence, and my curiosity. I don't have to use them all at the same time, but at least... One or more of the top ones have to be present. And I know that you're no different. So go find out what your signature strengths are and then use that as the first step in building a life that you love. You know, the VIA Character Strength Test, it's a really powerful tool. Just remember to keep your signature strengths front and center so you won't forget what they are. When you feel like something isn't quite right, remember, you got to take a look at them chances are you are not using your signature character strengths. And so what you need to do is recalibrate and move in the direction of a career, a relationship, a major where you are able to practice your signature character strengths. I mean, that is just so important for those of us with ADHD. So I am going to post the link for this via character strengths test in the show notes. I've already given it to you here on this podcast. That's what I have for you this week. Let me know what you discover about yourself. As always, you're listening to ADHD for Smart Ass Women. If you've been listening to me for a while, I would so appreciate a review. And you know, it's not hard to do, you don't even have to write anything. So if you're on iTunes, the podcast platform, you just scroll down to the bottom and you click on the stars. That is literally all you have to do. And I'd be so appreciative. If you'd like to know more about me, our patent pending cartography system that teaches you how to figure out which of the many interests you have is the one that you should pursue. Or if you have a comment, a guest you'd like me to interview, or a topic idea for this podcast, go to my website at tracyoutsuga.com and click on podcast in the navigation bar. You'll see a microphone to your right where you can leave me an audio message. You can also reach out to me at tracy at tracyoutsuka.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you here next week. You've been listening to the ADHD for Ass Women podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Otsuka, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. If you liked what you heard, we sure would appreciate a review. And not coincidentally, ADHD for Smart Ass Women, well, that's also the name of our free Facebook group. Go look it up. We're a totally smart ass community of successful, ambitious women who share our ADHD wins, questions, and workarounds. We'd love to have you join us. You can also find all my details over at tracyoutsuka.com. Don't forget, I spy a happier life for us, and I'll see you again next week.